Aloha. <laughs> okay. Welcome to another episode of our uh, Church College of Hawaii, BYU Hawaii uh, Aloha Friday podcast. As you hear the rings in the background, those are our chimes here at the university at BYU Hawaii. I'd like to welcome all of you from everywhere, whether you're uh, chiming in from the mainland or here in Hawaii or anywhere in the Pacific or Asia. We'd like to welcome you to our 2022 podcast uh, this year. We have an awesome guest for you, uh, but before we get to our guests, we have just a couple of announcements. First, uh, just a reminder to our alumni and friends of alumni, as well as our students, to go into Ohana Network and be able to uh, create or uh, update your profile so that way we can uh, have you in the system and be able to receive information, announcements about events and uh, things that are happening here at the university. So... Um, also on there, we also have some, uh, we'll also have a link in regards to our Mentoring Monday podcast, as well as other things that we're doing, like the uh, newsletter and those type of uh, uh, information for all of our alumni. So uh, we'll uh, scroll down here on the bottom of the screen as well, some of the links that you'll be able to, to utilize in order to get that information. But we're excited about this year, a lot of new ideas and things that we'd like to do. One of those, uh, as you can see from our previous podcast, we are on location in front of the uh, David O'McKay uh, mural here in the front of the campus. So once a month or so, we would like to move around in different locations of the campus and be able to highlight those areas. I know some of you alumni haven't been here in a long time, so we want to make sure we highlight some of those new buildings and new things that are here on campus. So. I uh, hope you join us uh, 3 o'clock here in Hawaii time. And I know it's different times throughout uh, wherever you may be. These are also recorded, so you can always watch it later as well. So thank you again for joining us uh, for our first podcast here in uh, 2022. So without any further ado, we'd like to bring in our special guest for today. This is uh, James Faustino. Our Dean here at the BYU Hawaii. Say hello, James. Aloha. Thank you, Eddie. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I know a lot of people may know who you and your family, but uh, we want to just give you a minute, maybe uh, two, to kind of introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, kind of Maybe they haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of things that uh, James will be sharing today. He's uh, going to share some awesome pictures, and I know we're going to talk a lot about uh, his journey here at BYU Hawaii as well as beyond when you finished here. So uh, we're going to talk about that and, uh, you know, the reason why he came back and be able to serve the students and the families here. So, James, you want to take a couple minutes to do that? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> well, thank you, Eddie, and thank you all for the invitation to be a part of this uh, podcast. Um, I feel very blessed uh, to be highlighted um, and be able to share a little. Um, mainly today, I... I didn't necessarily have anything maybe profound to share or anything of that nature or try to wax eloquent. I, I just wanted to be able to talk story. And so to be able to start doing that, one of the things that I wanted to first do as you as you invited me to do so was introduce myself. Uh, so my name is James Faustino. Actually, many of you may see some of my signature and it's like there's a T and people are always wondering why I don't put that in there. My first name is Thomas middle name James, but I was at birth um, told that I would be going by James and then Selfice in my mother's maiden name, Faustino. So that's my full name. I was born and raised here in Hawaii. Um, I was born at Kahuku Hospital, uh, raised in Haula, went to Laie Elementary School as well as Haula Elementary School and, uh, and then went to Kahuku High School. So I'm a Red Raider, Red Raider for life, <laughs> and then also came through BYU Hawaii, and I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, so just to talk a little bit about myself, I think it might be um, most appropriate to talk about um, my family and the things that I, the thing that I cherish the most in, in my life. Um, so there is a, a picture of my family um, that highlights, uh, you know, who they are. And, uh, and so my wife is Melissa uh, Kenley now Faustino, and then I have five kids as well. And 
we'll show a little picture of them and, and talk a little bit more about them as well. All right. Thanks, James. Thanks for taking time to do that little introduction. So without any further ado, you know, we always ask our guests to provide some photos. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing, too, is we ask them to provide a theme that they would like to share with us for their podcast. So going to our slideshow here, James has chosen a fruitful life. James, can you elaborate a little bit on that, why you chose that phrase? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like I ha this has been um, the theme of my life. It, and as of recent, especially in the last decade, I've been here at BYU Hawaii for 10 years now. And every one of those years has been one that I feel has been fruitful, not only to myself, but also to my family. And it's been a blessing to be a part of this university. And, uh, and you know, I, I think the fruit that has been given or has been, you know, uh, allowed for me to have and to, to enjoy has been not because of my efforts, but because of the many things that have been set up before me, um, you know, by my parents, by my progenitors and by others who have um, kind of seen this place. And now because I'm here, I, I feel like I'm continuously blessed by that. Thank you, James. You know, when I listen to you talk and your introduction a little bit, you know, both of us came from Kahuku and sometimes uh, some of our students here, you know, they uh, look beyond BYU Hawaii and try to find other experiences, which is great. It's good to experience what's happening out there and what it's like, but the blessings uh, and uh, those kind of things that happen to us. I think it's, it's certainly a fruitful opportunity that we have gained by uh, attending BYU Hawaii and growing up in this beautiful community of uh, Laie and Haula, Kahuku and our surrounding communities. So we're going to go uh, dive into your pictures, James. Is that sure, okay? absolutely. And start talking about some of these things that you put together. So let me see. Our first one here. Can you talk a little bit about what uh, is here? Yeah. So that's my family, as I mentioned. I have five children married to Melissa uh, Faustino, who I met while attending school. We got married, um, as you can see on the picture there, at the La'ia Hawaii Temple. Um, she and I um, dated for not what I usually recommend as a, a period of time to, to students because we dated for about three years. I wouldn't say that continuously the entire time, but I had to uh, uh, do some repenting and figure out that, <laughs> you know, she should have been the person that I, you know, didn't waste any time marrying. And I, I don't know why it took me that long, um, but we ended up getting married and, uh, and we had children. Um, our story is, uh, is an interesting one. We met and started dating and our, our roommates, you know, had met and dated and got married and had children all the while, all while we were still kind of doing our little thing, all mainly because of me. <laughs> but, um, but when I finally asked her to marry me, she, uh, you know, she was already accepted to go to graduate school um, in Boston. And so I had to quickly finish my mm. studies and then we both went on to Boston. And so that's our that's one of the pictures there. My son holding that little um, pendant of Tufts University where we both went to school and where we both went and did our graduate studies, which then after spending some time in Boston, Massachusetts, um, uh, close to eight years, we then moved to Hawaii um, because I was offered a job here at BYU Hawaii. Okay. Well, your family has certainly left a legacy uh, that you, you needed to follow. <laughs> I mean, may, I don't know if you needed to, but I know your mom and your dad was here. I remember going to school here, uh, seeing them uh, here in the administration building. And then uh, when I joined the team, seeing you here, it's just a continuous uh, thing for the Faustinos here on the BYU campus, BYU that's, campus. That's very true. <laughs> I, I did have, and there's a story behind that as well, which I'll share, but but yes, they did leave um, big shoes to fill. And uh, and part of the reason why I didn't initially attend BYU Hawaii was because they were here. <laughs> <laughs> My parents both were um, university employees and you know, with them being here, I felt like I wouldn't be able to spread my wings or maybe be as independent as I thought I wanted to be. Uh, so that led me away for a while until I came back. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that uh, brief history. Okay. So what are we looking at here? Well, 
this this is my some of my experiences at BYU Hawaii. Um, these are some of the friends that I had while I was attending here, and while I may have only attended a brief period of time in 1997, and then coming back from my mission in 2000 2001, um, my involvement, as most of you have likely had as students here, included, you know, being part of clubs and activities. Um, I participated or was blessed to be able to um, sing with Musical Truth uh, with mm. Jolene Kanahele. Yes. And that was an amazing experience that solidified, you know, my testimony through music and through uh, through the sharing, you know, of of testimony through through song. So that was awesome. Um, of course, did a lot of the activities like uh, dances, you know, as you'll see uh, the picture there on the bottom. After every dance, everybody would 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 huddle at the 7-Eleven, and that's a picture there at 7-Eleven. <laughs> that's like a common thing because it's the only thing open where you can get a cool drink afterwards. Right, right. And uh, I don't think you would have uh, escaped this place without having gone to, back in those days, gone yes. to Ahis, um, which had the best food and uh, is a great place to take dates. So. That's just a little bit of my experiences while I was came to be with I, I think they still congregate at, uh, at uh, 7-Eleven <laughs> yes. after activities. I know I see a lot of the college students there after they play at the turf field or, yep. or whatever they're doing. And then uh, going over there, get something to drink before they or eat before they come home as well. That's right. <laughs> okay. This wow. is just some work experiences. So I didn't I, uh, know you worked at the cafeteria. <laughs> I did. <laughs> that was a, a great job, actually. Wow. I, I loved working at the cafeteria. You can see some of the people there, Teresa Pukahi and Lola Walker. Those wow. were some great uh, mentors to me and, and friends. Got to know many other students by working there at the cafeteria and serving them. Um, I did also work at the Polynesian Cultural Center at uh, Photo Polynesia. That was great. Mm. Um, I always did want to to be a dancer but it never ended up happening here at P at pcc <laughs> so um what i didn't share was that i started my education over at byu in provo mm. um, so after i graduated i went to byu provo for a year and it was there that i started you know doing um the thing where you know they 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 know you're from hawaii and they're <laughs> like oh you're from hawaii you can dance i'm like oh <laughs> maybe <laughs> i didn't know i could until they put me up on stage and next thing you know i was being asked to join in with uh lupe funaki and her mm. one voice group um doing recruiting for byu and provo oh, nice. and dancing for their team there wow. dancing for another group called multi -stu multicultural student organization right. and uh that just helped me to pay for my way through college but <laughs> and so I, while pcc the dance floor at pcc wasn't where i where I learned to dance, it was out in Provo. Mm. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, it's so cool. Speaking about the cafeteria, we have the cafeteria opening up here soon, and that's another uh, area that uh, we're going to highlight later during our podcast is to be able to feature the amenities there and the good things that they're doing there. So exciting things for our campus coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, we're quite excited for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah, speaking about people who who came before me, I I would be remiss if I didn't give uh, a nod to what my parents have done and their association here. Here you can see a picture of them. They both were students here, um, and they both ended up retiring here, working and then retiring from here as well. Mm -hmm. So they were lifers. Yeah. They started at CC when it was CCH, and you can see that my mom she worked in the HR department as the director. Um, and she retired as the director. My dad had a couple different roles. You can see that as a student or as an employee here at either um, PCC or um, church college, he did them some things like tram tours. He was also a bookstore manager, and uh, he ended up retiring um, by being an assistant controller in the uh, financial mm. services area. And so that's why I ran away to the mainland because... <laughs> If my parents could see my paychecks, they could see my grades and they could see, you know, uh, uh, they could see my holds and balances. Right, right. I didn't have any privacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand now. Okay. Well, that's true. Yeah. They certainly have done a lot here to, to help you as well as you uh, came to school. All right. 
more pictures of uh, is this your family this is and, okay and so my my parents my mom she came here in 1971 uh, you can see they both graduated from uh, from Church College of Hawaii and I just wanted to show some pictures of them and at that time uh, <laughs> so that's them when they were here yeah that's uh, awesome for some of you that just joined in with us, uh, as you can see, we're on the outside. So we're going to have all, a lot of external noises. We've got the uh, chopper coming up, cars driving by, students, which is really cool to see our, our campus alive and moving and all kinds of things happening here. So, James, why did you uh, decide to show this particular item in our podcast? Today? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Maybe the resolution isn't that great for everyone here, but... This is a snapshot of enrollment back in 1971. Mm. And um, it was interesting to con uh, for me to see because I do enrollment here at BYU-Hawaii or help to, you know, help to shape enrollment here at BYU-Hawaii within our Ho'okele department. And in 1971, you can see that there weren't too many Filipinos. Mm. And my mother, who is originally from Quezon City, was one of the one of the small numbers there, and I can't, uh, the number all the way to the right um, is the number that represents um, how many Filipinos here. And we now know that Fili the Filipinos are actually <laughs> the largest population of uh, students outside of our American students, yes. you know, here at BYU-Hawaii. But back then it wasn't so. Yeah. And so it was a very small group and uh, they were very tight knit. And uh, what else was happening during 1971? You can see here, this was traditionally a plantation community. Mm -hmm. um, and that was the last year, I think, that there was the operation of the cocoa sugar mill. Yes. And uh, that is what ended up bringing my family, my, my family out from the Philippines. My father was born and raised here. My grandfather was born here as well. And so, you know, we have some roots mm -hmm. here. But the original thing that brought them or you know that side of my family out was the uh the sugar mill and my father uh, and his entire family were non-members and so there you can see on the top line how many students are from oahu during that time and how many members and non-members and what i wanted to show there was there were a number of non-members that came during that time mm. but it separates non-members and members on this list and what's interesting is it also separates new students and continuing students or returning students. Wow. Yeah. And you can see how many of the new students were non-members, but then you see a dramatic drop-off um, in the number of non-members on that same line oh, okay. as continuing students because so many of them converted. And that was my father's story. Oh, okay. My father converted um, to the church after um, attending here at BYU-Hawaii, which wasn't really in his plans. Wow, that's a great story. I, uh, as I looked at your photos earlier today, I saw the, uh, you know, the uh, Kahuku Sugar Mill years there when it opened and closed. I came here about nine years old, and I remember at that time we used to go over to Kahuku Theater mm. to watch movies during those days because there was no theater here in Laie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was a happening place during that time. The, the mill was just, although it was closing, a lot of the buildings were still up. And a lot of those families were still here. But you're right. I mean, there were a lot of um, Filipino folks that were part of that tradition and history. And there's still some today. Absolutely. And uh, many have, have, have certainly converted to the gospel um, being here in this community. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. Oh, wow. I like these photos. <laughs> <laughs> so I know this is a lot about my family, but I, I figured... Uh, sharing their story um, and how it interweaves with, you know, the the fruits that um, have been born because mm -hmm. of that um, helps to contextualize how I and why I felt prompted to come right. back to BYU Hawaii. Right. So my dad came because he wasn't supposed uh, he was supposed to actually enlist in the in the, the Vietnam War, try to go down and enlist, but um, they deemed him not qualified to go mm -hmm. for health reasons, and so he said, "Well, I thought that that was." going to be the plan for me mm -hmm. you know i was going to go and be a, a military person mm -hmm. for life well he ended up uh coming to BYU hawaii or church college of hawaii because he figured you know what there's that church college down the road i know a few members of the church they were <laughs> always nice 
Um, so maybe I'll enroll there. He enrolled as a non-member and had to take a number of classes. He loved all of his classes and said that they were pretty good and challenging. Um, he loved his math and science classes, but he said the challenging, the most challenging class was his religion class, religion classes, which yeah. was the Book of Mormon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when he took that class, the, uh, you know, he had some friends that were return missionaries and he said, you know, I'm struggling in this class. And they said, oh, we can help tutor mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. uh, they tutored him so good that he got baptized before the end of the semester. <laughs> and uh, he a year later or maybe a, almost a year and a half later ended uh -huh. up uh, serving a mission. Oh, wow. He served a mission and was called to the Philippines. Um, and that was pivotal um, because his parents, who were strong Catholic, um, were not necessarily um, thrilled about the idea that mm -hmm. he, you know, uh, that he got converted or he joined the church. But when he got called to serve in the Philippines, they were quite excited and said, okay, we can help support you while he went oh, there. That's amazing. When he went there, um, his first area he was serving in, he was serving under a new bishop, Bishop Selfison. Okay. And uh, after completing his mission, he came back, re-enrolled at CCH and uh, joined the Filipino chapter. And when he came back from his mission, he noticed a, a young woman and, uh, you know, he noticed the name and said, hey, Bishop Selfison. She said, how do you know my dad? Oh. And uh, that ended up being his future wife, which is now my mom. And they got married. And then they uh, they had myself and my sister, Sonia, two kids. Wow. So you can see our picture there. Yes. I love these old pictures, you know, <laughs> the, the history and the. It just has a, a whole story behind it, yeah. Oh, I love the I love the suit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those old day suits. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that information with your family. Yeah. So, the whole Kelly team, and and before you go into this, James, you know, um, you said you've been here for about ten years, mm -hmm. approximately, and I've been with you for probably seven years. And I feel like we kind of rode the canoe by, our, you know, together in those early times. And as our department just grew. just two in the front right yeah. there. <laughs> but, you know, it certainly has been uh, a great opportunity for us to, to build our team and to direct them to the mission that has been set. And sitting here in the foothills of, or I should say the foot of the, uh, of the mural behind us, you know, I always reflect back on, how things came to be, you know, uh, how we came to be, uh, you know, as you talk about your, your theme, uh, being fruitful, uh, it's kind of weird to think that what would happen if we didn't, you know, follow those promptings and those inspirations that brought us, uh, to where we're at today. So, you know, you being the, uh, steer person for the <laughs> Ho'okele team, uh, I wanted to give you a few minutes to explain a little bit about why you chose these photos. Absolutely. Well, the Ho'okele department is actually um, named appropriately uh, for what we do, mm -hmm. right? Ho'okele is the Hawaiian word for navigation. Um, and that's what we try to do um, with our student experience. And you know this, you know, we work all the time towards this. And, and, from our very beginning, Eddie, when we first started, you know, as a small team to now having over 50 individuals within our team, it, it has grown and uh, our roles have have grown as well. Right. Um, so now not only does it include student recruitment and admissions, but we know that it includes um, federal financial aid, iWork. Um, it also includes international student services. Um, on-campus internships, uh, career services, and alumni relations. Right. So all of those um, are things that we do, and then I also help as the dean of students. But as the dean of students, I feel that my role is mainly to be able to advocate for the students, mm -hmm. help them, listen to them, um, provide them with options, and uh, listen to some of the challenges that, I, that they're going through and then being able to, to help um, provide them with the resources, services, or options that they may need to be successful here. Well, I'm glad that you said that word advocate. Sometimes students see that you got to go see the dean. <laughs> they're thinking that they're in trouble or something. <laughs> but you're right. You are an advocate for students to make sure you provide the options that they could best have a good experience while they're here at BYU Hawaii. 
Yeah. And, and the thing that makes us uh, successful is our, is the fact that we're a big team mm -hmm. and that we, uh, you know, we try to communicate with each other and we're, we're all, you know, within one department. And so no longer do we have to, to wait between different departments. And, and sometimes what, you know, happens with, uh, with trying to coordinate services, right. but being under one umbrella, yes. you know, we can uh, hopefully help the student more. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you. Uh, it's always good to see the pictures of our department uh, from time to time as sometimes our students move on after they're done here. And it's kind of sad, but uh, that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> Help them, train them, and then, you know, kind of kick them out the door and, <laughs> and go and start their real life. So uh, what a great blessing for us to be able to serve there. Yeah, so these pictures just highlight you know, some things that we do in our department and I have been blessed with being able to participate in. And you can see here that we in our department are par particularly responsible for recruiting students. Okay. Um, we typically recruit out of about 25 different countries, even though we have a representation of our 60 countries um, here at BYU Hawaii. Um, some of the countries where we can get to um, are those like um, Tonga, Fiji, Samoa, you know, out of the Pacific where there's church schools. Highlighted in these pictures is uh, Papua New Guinea up in the upper left with all those missionaries. Right. That's uh, President and Sister Hafoka when they hosted me and they called all their missionaries or many <laughs> of the missionaries that were close to have a fireside and talk a little bit about what their plans will be after their mission. Um, so it was a blessing to talk about um, BYU Hawaii and, and provide that as an option for them. Um, we know that we have also had students uh, from India that are here, and uh, that was a blessing for me to participate um, with uh, President Tanner at the time in reopening, you know, our iWork program to Indian students and having wow. them here as sponsor students on the iWork program. Yeah. So I was thrilled to participate in that and, and do many of these firesides or open houses or educational workshops with the yeah. students. It's been a blessing. And I know that you have been a part of that. Well, I've been really blessed as well as all of us staff. And uh, having this tram coming behind us, you know, working with our brothers and sisters over at the Polynesian Cultural Center has also been a great blessing for our students as they come here to experience not only their education part of their uh, uh, experience, but also to prepare them before they leave. Part of that is teaching them how to become good employees, uh, be able to utilize what they learn in class, and then do it out there um, through their jobs at the Polynesian Cultural Center or here at BYU Hawaii or anywhere else. So we have just a, a great partnership. And as we go to these countries, like you said, we are so blessed and lucky to be able to go there and talk about the university and then help them to come and experience what we've experienced. Absolutely. And be able to take that back home for them. Absolutely. That's a true blessing yeah. of this job, being able to go to some of these locations, meet them where they're at, yeah. and then, then in turn, then see them when they're here and see that growth and witness it. That's right. truly a blessing. Well, that's awesome. All right. Here we go. More pictures? Yeah, just some of the pictures of places. You know, you have Mongolia, you have Korea, Cook Islands, the... Uh, Tahiti, Indonesia, Australia. Is um, that you on the camel there? <laughs> that is with President Tanner. <laughs> with yeah. President Tanner. Is that Mongolia? Yes, or something? it is Mongolia. Oh Double my gosh. camel. Yeah, we were there in, in India as well. Yeah. And, and uh, it's been a blessing. Um, wow. These aren't vacation pictures, they are work. <laughs> yes. Yes, we <laughs> want to make sure we, we reiterate that. <laughs> Because they are busy days. Yes. And we're doing things in the daytime as well as doing things in the evening, such as firesides. And uh, and it has been um, truly a blessing to be able to see that. And I know that, you know, we not only have gone to international places, but, you know, because yeah. you've been there, yeah. like Bay Area. You yeah. know, we've gone there. We've gone to other places in Seattle and mm -hmm. or Washington State, California, Texas. And, um and Eddie, that's what you're in charge of, yeah. right? <laughs> right? You're in charge of recruiting. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and it's such a blessing. And I know that when you go and visit your family, uh, your, your wife's family in Alaska, that you also take time to make sure that uh, folks have the opportunity to learn more about BYU Hawaii there as well. So awesome. This is great. Uh, wow. I like this picture on the bottom right. 
Oh, well, one of the big blessings that I had recently was um, to go for the first time to the Philippines. Oh, wow. I hadn't ever been to the Philippines um, except for maybe when I was like six months old. And okay. that's all where my family's from. Oh, right? yeah. But um, because we have Filipino students and we recruit from the Philippines, I was asked to do a special um, trip there because the Filipino curriculum, high school curriculum was changing. And uh, as one that's involved with admissions, I needed to determine what would be the new criteria in admitting um, Filipino students. And so I went there um, to meet with you know individuals. And while there, I also got to do firesides and recruit more students. But after that trip, I, um, I had my parents join me. And they hadn't been really to the Philippines since I was six months old either. Wow. And so they were able to take me around to uh, places that I had um, only heard stories about. You know where my mom went to school where mm -hmm. my the house that my grandfather built wow. and uh, i got to see those things firsthand and also have a translator for me because uh <laughs> everybody was looking at me and they said hey you look filipino you are filipino you must be right i mean you're a little bit taller than us but um but you know i couldn't speak any tagalog oh, okay. can understand a little bit yeah. and so i know oftentimes when i get that puzzled look when they would look at me all i would say to them is Phil M. And then it would make sense. <laughs> Filipino American. And they're like, oh, that's why you look like us, but don't speak in oh, wow. speak like us. So, no, that's cool. so yeah, I had a great experience being able to do that. And that was all uh, a fruit of being able to be a part of this university yeah. and doing this job. Yeah, it is. It is a blessing. I, I know I get um a great opportunity to go home and see my family in Samoa and to visit uh where my parents, grandparents grew up and extended relatives and I'm so blessed to be able to be doing this right now. So thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, you have gone to so many different places. And, and uh, you know, later on, we're going to see some unique things that you have done <laughs> over there. So I can't wait to get to those slides. But um, this is, is this your graduation here, BYU-Hawaii and, and other places? No, actually, that's just the most recent graduation. Oh, okay. Here at BYU-Hawaii. And uh, I just had these pictures readily available. And some of these pictures are the Mavambu family from DR Congo up in the upper left. Wow. Um, Talai, um, Tumanavao from Samoa there. And um, also a student that I had met um, in uh, the Bay Area. Uh, you can see here there. Uh, you can see a picture of Kato there, um, who is Tongan. And I, I wanted to put these three pictures up because that was just recent. And this is a fruit of, yeah. you know, uh, of our job. Yes. And such a true blessing to be able to see them get to the end. Yes. And these individuals, without sharing their stories because they can do a better job themselves, have been individuals that um, didn't, you know, have the traditional experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from coming from DR Congo, you can imagine how challenging that would have been in the first language being yes, French. Absolutely. Um Talai, you know, trying to graduate, you know, during this time of, of the pandemic and COVID and uh trying to get to the end and uh then finally doing that and having worked with her was such a blessing. Yeah. And then Kato, uh her story was she was supposed to just be uh, a ride for another person who was interested in coming to our fireside. Mm -hmm. Um and uh and then after coming to the fireside, she felt like, wait, that should be me going to yeah. BYU Hawaii. And here we are. And she graduated as yeah. well. So that's that's a true blessing. But we know that graduation is not just the only blessing that comes from coming to this place. You can see a picture up on the top. That's Balu and Anu from India, Rajamundri, mm. India. And they were sealed here. Already married. Wow. You know, but they had the opportunity to be sealed. Yeah. And now they have two children. Um, Sanvi and uh, Sahan James. Wow. Sahan James is uh, is one that I um, particularly feel close to because um, they gave him a name, the name James. Mm -hmm. You know, after we had worked closely together wow. over things, and so that's been a true blessing to be able to get to know them as well. And there's one more picture on the bottom too. And that picture 
um, you can see a heading there, be a blessing. That's our family model. And uh, those are some of the kids, some of my kids, along with uh, some other kids from the community and our ward. And every semester at the conclude or every year around Christmas time, they go and bake cookies and just give it away for yeah. free for all the students that are about ready to hit the books and their studies at the library. And uh, it's been it's been amazing. Some of the students are like, wait, you're giving these away for free. I don't understand how much how much really do we have to pay you? But yeah. No, that's it's been a blessing just to be able to give back to them that have blessed our lives and our home so much. Uh, practice that we have is bringing some new recruits that I've, um, you know, that I've been able to work with in admissions mm -hmm. into our home and having them um, dine with our family. Right. And that has introduced so many more topics and conversations within our home. And that's been such an amazing experience. So true. That's uh, such a blessing and be able to do service like that for the students. I know for us that work in uh, higher ed or education in general, you can't help but uh, have those college kids associate with our families exactly. through time and see them grow and move on and still keep in contact with some of them as they grow, have their families and, and grow in the gospel. So we're so grateful for that. And it's a good example that your family is doing as uh, doing those cookies and being able to share with these students. Okay. So uh, <laughs> is this one that we're going to, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you shared some interesting delicacy stuff. In the past with us when you came back for some of these exotic places. And I don't know if I can eat some of the things you ate. <laughs> My wife says you're good at your job because you can eat anything. And uh, um, that's not a knock on her cooking because she's uh -huh. a fantastic cook. <laughs> but um, one of the amazing things that I've been blessed to do is, and you can see the video here playing, is to be able to travel and... Uh, experience some of the things um, that each country has to offer so what is what are we looking at yeah so when i went to indonesia the state president picked me up and he was going to take me out for burgers and i said well i don't want burgers we can get burgers in in hawaii or yeah. in the states he says where do you want to go i said i want to eat what you guys eat yeah so he started driving out to the countryside and uh, we happen upon this little shack and, you know, on the side of it are hanging these white, you know, bags. He tells me, pick one of those. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm looking at here, but I tap one and this little lady from, from uh, Indonesia goes and, as you can see, reaches into it and grabs this snake out of the yes. bag, a cobra. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so there she is preparing it. I didn't know that I was going to get fresh snake, uh, fresh cobra. <laughs> wow. So she goes, chops the head off. As you can see, it's flopping on the ground in front of me. And uh, she goes and starts to drain, you know, blood out of from the snake. Oh, my gosh. And she's draining it into this cup. And then she goes and starts to de-skin it. Yeah. And, then and she, this is a cobra snake? This is a cobra. She's oh over there doing this thing to the cobra, and uh, she then carves out things uh -huh. like, I'm sure it was like heart, kidney, other things yeah, yeah. that that yeah, come from it. And uh, and so I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm gonna have snake, but yeah. I don't. Anyway, this <laughs> next picture, this next video is the one that kind of describes a little bit more. Oh my goodness! Um, what happened there? And what is this? Is that this, is, that thing uh, is moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she carved out of the snake. Oh, um, yeah? The beating heart of a cobra still beating. Because so, this is what happened. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this That's is, a heart. That is the, the cobra snake. heart. Okay. Because right. after she goes and chops the head off of the snake and then skins it, she's like, okay, after I got all the blood out and put it in this cup, you can see there. Oh, man. Um, she said, okay. I'm going to go to the back, cut this, cut the meat up and, you know, put it on skewers and uh, I'll go and barbecue that. But meanwhile, she's like, oh, here's your drink. So it was all the, the blood and the other things. She added more things to it and all the, you know, those uh, innards mm -hmm. of the cobra. I look over at the steaks, president. And I said, are you serious? We're, we, you drink this? I said, oh, yeah. And so I said, okay, if that really is the case, then you do it first. <laughs> and I thought that he was going to say to me, oh, just kidding. Yeah. So he takes his cup because she was preparing one for him uh -huh. as well. And he goes and drinks it. 
Wow. And I'm like, wow, uh, I guess I have to do this now, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, trying to pump myself up. And right as about as I'm about to drink it, I'm like, I'm not just sipping this thing. I'm yeah. going to go one time. And so he tells me, wait. I thought he was just going to say, okay, wait, you don't have to do it. And he said, wait, before you do that, steer it. So I'm steering it. He said, now take a spoonful and then look what you get. So that's what I find, right? Oh, that beating heart that there. That beating heart. And all I was doing was, all I did was close my eyes and drink. <laughs> <laughs> Went down all in one chug. And man, it was the, it was, I don't know if it was the adrenaline of drinking something like that, but I felt like I was strong. I was yeah, like, yeah. man, that's the best snakerade that I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> snakerade. It wasn't delicious, Ooh. I would say, but, uh, but you can see on that picture there, apparently yeah. they say the, the qualities of drinking something like that is like it heals cancer, <laughs> li your liver, your oh, really? rheumatoid arthritis. I don't know. Does it heal gout? Or anything? <laughs> <laughs> I might need that for me. <laughs> That's what the sign says. You got to believe it if it says it on the sign, oh, right? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I need to go with you on one of these trips. <laughs> that is just, oh, man, that's uh, scary. Is there another video that shows the rest or is there oh, something else? Yeah, so the next video shows, okay, so after that trip to Indonesia, they tell me, I go on to India, right? Uh -huh. And the state president tells the next person in line, hey, you know, this guy will eat anything. Just take him to take, take him and feed him some, some stuff, yeah. right? So they take me to the stand on the side and uh, I'm thinking, oh man, stands on the side of the road are never a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So here's this guy. He obviously puts this thing on a leaf and then lights it on fire and says, open your mouth wow. and don't move. <laughs> and he just put it in your mouth. And he shoved it in my mouth and I felt like I had an explosion of spices in my <laughs> mouth. But it wasn't bad. Oh, well, yeah? And uh, Can I ask what it was? Uh, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Oh my god. No gosh. idea. <laughs> but you uh, are brave, James. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So that was my experience then in India. Okay. Wow. Then uh the next slide shows <laughs> my experience in the Philippines because they say, Oh, this guy can eat anything. So here are some what looks like noodles, but they're actually oysters. Oysters, okay. They grow really long uh -huh. in the mangrove root that grows in the ocean or in the rivers there mm -hmm. and then so they just extract them and they're super long look like spaghetti noodles and they said here's your oyster it's good tastes just like oysters <laughs> but just long yeah yeah so yeah benefits of having this job is which is uh interesting <laughs> i know i know eat a lot of interesting things i remember when i was in new zealand we had uh you know uh fish and chips hmm. And uh, we're at the restaurant. They, it was actual fish. It was not like oh, strips, yeah. you know, sitting on the bed of those fries or, or chips. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, New Zealand fish and chips is oh. where it's at. And then you wash it down with I, the Bundaberg, I right? Know, oh, dude. man. That's dangerous. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Making me hungry already. <laughs> well, that's, well, I mean, this, this job and opportunity, I mean, I, I look back at the trips I've taken. You know, and thinking of all the years that I've worked in the mainland and then coming back home, you know, I've always felt like there's a reason why I needed to come home and to be able not only to help our kids here in Hawaii, but our, our kids back home in Samoa, Pacific, Asia. But what a blessing it is for us to not only travel there, but to experience uh, these cultures and where our students come from. So that way, when we are talking with them here at BYU Hawaii, we kind of have an idea exactly. of what they're referring to. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> because, man, those, those guys are nuts sometimes. <laughs> but the, the food there is, is certainly not what we're used to from McDonald's and all these fast food <laughs> that we're doing here. Uh, okay. Thanks for sharing that, Jim. Those, those cool videos. Okay. I think we're up to a couple more slides and then we're, we'll be done here. Yeah. Oh, you know, all of this just what goes to show how uh, you know how it's blessed my life and and uh not only my life but the life of my family this is my all of my immediate family my parents my sister and her family my sister sonia he, she married jared law from Kauai. okay they have two kids michaela and kian and kian is now elder law serving his mission in santa rosa um 
Jared and my sister met here at BYU Hawaii and got married as well. So they also are products of BYU Hawaii. And that, that is uh, just how much this place has really blessed and influenced my life and the, and, and the life of my children as well. Well, this is a wonderful picture. How, how long ago was this picture? Um, this was maybe about four, five, six years ago, okay. around that time. Yeah. And kids have certainly grown from this photo for sure. Um, so, you know, as we're coming to the end of our podcast, <clears throat> you know, what kind of things would, that you would like to leave? You know, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, uh, maybe your son or maybe others that come from the Philippines or Haula. <laughs> oh, I mean, what kind of things would you like to leave to leave behind as, as your time is done to help, you know, and to encourage others to not only come to BYU Hawaii, but education and the importance of that? Yeah, that's a great question, Eddie. I, I think the only thing that I hope to be able to leave behind is the fact that I was there mm -hmm. for students. And, uh, you know, um, my experience is that I have been blessed by many mentors as well. Um, individuals that have helped me not only in the classroom, such as Carl Yamagata, uh -huh. but also individuals that have been mentors to me in, um, you know, in, uh, in employment, such as Lay Cummings, you know, who was my, who was one of my own, uh, employers when I was, you know, in college, when she was the director of, uh, information technology, which is what I made, was majoring in. Uh -huh. Um, and, uh, the other professors that were there in uh, in IT that were huge mentors to me. And then even after that, you know, other people that that have given me their time to teach me things, even while I was as, was in Boston and going to graduate school, individuals like Greg Ginzali or um, Don Monsies, who taught me how to build, taught me how to do construction, taught, mm -hmm. taught me how to do those things, and all of those things have allowed me to to just. Uh, see beyond what I could see within myself. And, uh, and I never would assume, I never had in my wildest dreams thought that I would be here at BYU Hawaii as the Dean of Students because my major was IT. Yeah. I wanted to do information technology. Um, and I did do that. You know, while I was in Boston, I was working in um, software companies, preparing myself maybe to come home and work within, you know, defense contracting for, for um, you know, the military or something. Yeah that's what my thought was but byu hawaii was the thing that that uh that arrived as an opportunity for me and i mm -hmm. was offered the job and uh it has been something that has only blessed me every year and every day of my life since that time since that decision mm. wow. and uh that's what i hope to leave is just to be able to be a mentor to another be able to help another in their quest and goal right. for uh, future education that's wonderful, James. I know for me personally, it's uh, it's been really good to work with you and look forward to more opportunities to work with you and continue to uh, um, complete the goals that we have in mind into helping our students come and enjoy the experience here. At the same time, uh, helping each other. I think that's one thing I love about our school, our university, and our our department is we're always helping. We're always finding ways to help each other. And it's nice to know that each one of us has different strengths, talents, and, and gifts that uh, complements our work. So I'm grateful for that opportunity. So uh, as we are wrapping up, is this, is this our last slide? Let me see. Oh, there's uh, oh, the, oh, these are good ones right here. So, okay, we'll leave that to you. Yeah. So... <laughs> When I graduated from Kauku, I had a best friend um, was Jason Keo, and his parents were mentors to me as well. Um, and he was one of the primary reasons why I ended up um, moving forward and going off to college and going to BYU in Provo. And uh, that's why I didn't start here, because mm -hmm. he had a football scholarship that then he passed on. And it was a tough time in my life, but I continued on. And when I went off to BYU Provo, I met new friends. And those friends filled that gap for me. Um, and you can see them pictured here. We all graduated, some of these friends. But in my freshman year ward, there were only two other Hawaiians that were in the ward. And that was uh, Keone Kawe and another uh, friend and mentor, Kyle Reyes. Yeah. Um, and uh, they both are great friends. And uh, 
it's interesting how life keeps, yeah. you know, circling back because yeah. now Kione Kawe is now President Kawe to President me, Kawe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but always still a good friend. And, uh, and Kyle Reyes is the, uh, the vice president of student life over at University of Utah and great wow. friends as well. And uh, like I said, I think education really does provide us uh, plant seeds for us and yes. uh, our future. And, you know, you never know who you're going to involve yourself with absolutely, and who your friends will be and what they, you know, um, what type of opportunities may come from just interacting with them. Right. And right. so I look at um, those as fruits as well as having good friends. Well, thank you, James. It's, it's, it's so awesome to be able to see the connection and uh, the friendship you built and you still continue to do so as your path cross again with these individuals and the examples that they've set to motivate you to to be successful where you're at. So thank you for sharing that. So as uh, as we are closing, I just wanted to invite our staff Whee! and uh, have them come and join us here on camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, this this is... This is uh, this is you, James. So, Josh, I just want to keep the camera uh, on all of us as we close as well. But uh, this is your staff that uh, are joining us. Come, come, show your beautiful, handsome face on camera. <laughs> come on, scoot up, scoot up. Oh, come thank on, you up. guys. Thank <laughs> you, guys. So, uh, while we're, while they're coming up, uh, I just also want to give a shout out to uh, Josh. Christensen and Connor Lunt and their crew for all that they've done uh, in helping set this uh, idea up. And I hope that uh, this is the, the first uh, of many to come in order to help us uh, tell our alumni and our friends of alumni and students of what we do here at BYU Hawaii and hopefully to uh, highlight different parts of the campus. So um, I just wanted to thank Josh and Connor and, the, and all their students that are here. Kala, would you join us as well? Come up. And uh, we have Kala Kao, our vice president over our area, also here with us. And uh, so as we sign off, <laughs> as we sign off, I just want to thank you again, James, for the opportunity to uh, join us today and kick off our 2022 podcast. And uh, to our alumni out there, again, a reminder to please go on to Ohana Network and be able to uh, create or update your profile so we can keep in touch with you through the, less, uh, the newsletter, uh, Facebook, uh, and all these other social media stuff that I have no clue about. <laughs> but our students are smart, and so they are able to uh, be able to share that. So from all of us here at BYU Hawaii and to all our freezing folks up there in Utah and Idaho and other areas, <laughs> we want to say thank you very much for joining us, and aloha to all of you. Aloha.